Waffle listeners, I'm Connor. You're listening to The Waffle. Tonight I am joined by a man who had the best result of the weekend, John Fraser. Can I say, on behalf of the listeners, congratulations. Thanks very much. You passed your driving test. I <laughs> did. <laughs> it's only taken... 14 years. Nine. No, you have a baby on the way. It's taken nine years. Imagine you being a dad. Tell us the story. Tell us the story. What's the story? Creation. <laughs> What's the story I'm telling? Tell us, tell the listeners how good it feels to know when are you expecting you and your May. wife? May. Tell us more. Isn't that when the season's over as well? And it, a new, a new season of your life begins at the same time? One season ends, one other begins. How do you feel? Are you excited? Very excited, you yeah. You could talk us through your journey on the waffle. I could. I think you should. It's so how do you feel right now? Feeling good, yeah. I'm very excited. How's mummy? About it. My mom? Or... <laughs> Our mom? <laughs> or your mom? How's your wife? Is she happy? Yeah. No. <laughs> She's raging. <laughs> yeah, very happy. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we're both very happy, very blessed, and uh, we're very excited for it. So. It was a good reaction from the fans, it was. awful listeners. Yeah. Would you like to say anything to them? Well, just thanks for your congratulations, and yeah, I'll still be here walking away. Um, if you're, If it's a boy or a girl... But you obviously have aspiration to have, have a son to play in the Irish League. Which team would you like them to play for? Uh, ooh, that's a big one. Um, Who am I going to be waffling know. about in 18, 19, 20 any years? Club? Any club in the Irish League. Listen, you've done well to get to the Irish League. So. If any clubs want to get a pre-contract with <laughs> your future child, they have to speak to me. That's disastrous. Aside from that, how was your week? Aside from that great news? Good, yeah. Just... Same old, working away, um, from home. At the cinema? Week like 39 or something at home or something, mad. Um, yeah. You love it though? So. Yeah, I do like it. I've, I think I've got, I think it's start, it's a bit like, you miss seeing people and stuff, and there are days where you miss seeing your workmates and doing the usual sort of social things. What do you call the guy again? What guy? Uh, Graham. Mark. Mark, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you always call him Graham. Sorry, Mark. Yeah. I don't know if Mark listens anymore. <coughs> my Hopefully. Who knows? Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, you miss seeing people, just talking to people and stuff, but um, for the most part, yeah, it's good. Cool. And did you catch any of the football over the weekend? No. <laughs> yeah, I did. Tonight will be watched, interesting then. I watched. Um, I didn't get to any, I actually didn't get to any Irish League games this weekend, unfortunately. Too so. busy with. Baby news? Sign Too of busy the, making babies? <laughs> sign of the times, just. Um, Harry Styles is here. Some good news is that tomorrow night we'll be going to Carrick to be ported on. Also, the kind of pointless tickets. news is that we're doing this podcast, which comes out tomorrow, and <laughs> there'll be also Irish League games. Yeah. So maybe we won't talk about any games tomorrow night. Well, I just wanted to say that we're going to that one. Uh, yes, yeah, see you at Carrick to ported on. We have a free ticket giveaway Ooh. competition on now. So, yeah, you let me know if you want to be there. But, yeah, tell me, how was your week? What are you up to? I make a point to ask now. Because uh, you always complain. I do. I like, to, I like people to know who I am. Right. Uh, I don't know, John. i much the same. Everything. I get married in six weeks. Whoa, six weeks? Six weeks. Wow, how are you feeling about that? <sighs> Very excited. Good. Very excited. I think, I think life's just stressful right now. How is uh, <clears throat> Mrs. DeBee? This is Toby. She is Toby great. This is Toby. <laughs> um, she's good. I think. Oh, who knows? You know, twenty twenty. Who knows what'll happen? 
with on the big day we could be getting out in like a car park or could be as planned could be maybe do the pod podcast live at the wedding Something highly up. unlikely but who knows a disaster if you leave me in charge of that <laughs> <laughs> i'll be fine john's had a few games anyway like let's him. let's talk um what? let's talk football there, there's one game that stands out from the weekend without Absolutely. a doubt Bit mad. Bit mad. Carrick nils on Gavin nil. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, not that one. Obviously one full of a lot more drama, a lot more incredible things. Love this. Glenn Torn nil. Lord nil. Now we're going to start at Mornview Park. Where you were quite disappointed with yourself last week. I was. I was, but in a sense, I was very... You were very busy last week making babies. Not <laughs> <laughs> sure if you understand how it works. <laughs> Stork? I'll tell you after. <laughs> tell me in the break. We take a break now. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start at Mornview. Um, Glen Avon v Corian. Mm. Glen Avon for Corian for wow, mad, Hot. mental, crazy. Stuart Nixon opened the scoring. I think it was after like a minute or two minutes. Uh, two minutes. It was, um, it was quick. Could be goal as well. That was 1-0, not too long after. Gareth McConaughey, very, very strong challenge. Um, sent off, straight red card. McConaughey. Um, I think it was the right decision. Don't know it looked it. like Lyndon, it was like a, a double tackle from Lyndon Kane. Like that kind of? Yeah, but I think yeah, McConaughey, <laughs> I just, uh, I think it was a really needless challenge. For, what did you think? I would like your thoughts on this. Yeah, it was probably a red. Moving on. It was poor. Um, but then, after that, and as football can be strange sometimes, Curtis Allen smashed the bar um, for Corian, but Ben Doherty... Smashed the bar. <laughs> he smashed the bar. Um, but Ben Doherty, um, some great control from the follow-up, and um, put it into the net. Um, so Corian found himself 2-0 up and down to 10 men. Um, but Conor McCloskey... Oh, I said that weird. Then pulled <laughs> one back for Glen Avon before a wonderful ball in by Michael O'Connor was poked in by Danny Perkis. Yeah, lad. And then, if you, you thought, like, there's enough drama already. There's so much going on. Then, Sean, drama. Sean Ward, um, a very poor tackle on Lyndon Kane in the box, and uh, Ben Doherty hammers at home, and Corian went a half-time, 3-2 up. Was that his hat-trick? That was not his hat-trick. No, was sorry. Second, yeah, second. Apologies, apologies. Um, but then, the second half, yeah. this is what you've been waiting for. 58th minute. Deleted his hat-trick. Score was now 2-4. Daniel Larmer brought down just in the box Michael O'Connor scored oh sorry this, this, <laughs> love this <laughs> this is the next goal <laughs> the next goal I know then uh, Daniel Larmer brought down the box uh, Michael O'Connor scored then it was now 3-4 I'm saying that's weird but it's, it's I feel like I'm at the game Fitzpatrick then making it 4 each. Um, and it's not the first it's not the first crazy game we witnessed at Mourn View let's be honest nor the last. There has been a lot of... They love goals down there. It's just a pity they weren't... Like, sort of could, could you imagine players? the fans at that place would have been rocking? Yeah, absolutely. Unbelievable. But Michael O'Connor, I don't know if you've seen it, had a long-range effort smashing the crossbar. Um, and then in stoppage time, Stephen Laurie, a very dodgy challenge, um, which would have given... Which, in my opinion, should have given Van Avon a penalty. Um, but the ref said no. I think uh, I think Corian got away with one there. Um... I think Warren Kearney will be delighted to get out of there with the point, never mm. mind. Um, you know, On another day, though, 4-4 is class. Yeah. Regrettably not there. But Glenavon could have won that in the end. Probably should have got that penalty. What did you think of it? 
Stephen Laurie's tar club. Yeah. Oh, the end. It was definitely a penalty. Yeah, I can't. I can't understand. Definitely a TF. You know, and did you uh, see it or were you making babies? <laughs> no, I seen it. Oh, why are you reading the newspaper? <laughs> it's because I I don't know. It's just coming from a new angle. Do you do you never buy the paper? No. I I enjoy the Sunday life on a Sunday. I just I find it online these days. Oh, wow, kill consumer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Yeah. But yeah, that was a summary of the madness that ensued at Mournfield Park. Um, I think I've done Glenavon justice compared to last what, week. Um, what do you? How do you think this season's gone so far for Glenavon? Bit topsy turvy, but I feel like they're sort of improving week on week. I mean that game at the Oval, where they were down to ten, and mm. they managed to get a draw. Good that run. was pretty impressive. Against Corian, very unlucky not to win. Um, Is that three draws from four games? Yeah, the three nil nil at home with Brock Allen as well. I actually remember your reflections on that game. Yeah, not much to be said, <laughs> really. Um, but yeah, listen, um, I think they've started the season slowly, but they're they're going up the gears. Um, great squad there, Glen Alvin. Mm. Um, Michael O'Connor, I thought. Fantastic. You're a fan. Yeah, I thought brilliant on Saturday. Got an assist yeah. and a goal. Yeah. Um, I think he's looking good um, and he'll only get better and that experience he'll bring to that Glen Avon side as well so yeah listen I think things are going well um, talk to me about someone else well someone else pour the cava because the Reds beat Sava <laughs> you Red you Red <clears throat> oh it's great to be back um, yeah 3-0 to the Reds um, goals from Thomas McGuire lad a lovely message from Thomas McGuire last week. Thanks so much. That meant a lot. Oh, yes, he did. Uh, Thomas McGuire, Ryan Curran, and Joe Gormley. Three uh, 0 against Warren Point. So next game, right? <laughs> uh, um, Warren Point. I think that initial goal came against the run of play. And mm-hmm. uh, from what Barry Gray had said, um, he thought his team had started quite well. Um, but uh, the Reds obviously did take the lead when uh, Tom McGuire. You know, he was maybe about five or six yards out. Uh, and slotted in into the net probably a couple of seconds before McCrudden was you know it was a penalty yeah. for sure lovely wee finish though wasn't it was a tasty finish Um, I wonder what would there have been a card displayed for that penalty it, w- it would have been a penalty like a Pokemon card displayed <clears throat> in the stands or something I'm not even going to uh, acknowledge <laughs> that with an answer displayed uh, he says <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah good good, good goal for him uh, he's started the season quite well Um. Sava, was Sava, I think, came out and took McCrudden down. Yep. But yeah, you could have, you know, maybe that would have been Andrew Coleman Sa- would have come on. Fidge. Sa- Classy, bougie, wretched. Um, Warren Point did have their chances. Um, like Ryan Swan, who's a player I've been pretty impressed with. Um, <clears throat> and I like. You're hard to impress. And I'm desperately hard to impress. Fran McCaffrey, good good for him to, to start uh, Captain. the game. Captain. Um, Again. Uh, Stephen Ball whipping a couple of good balls in from uh, <clears throat> into the box doing the stuff um, so I think actually at half time Warren Point would have been I know they're a goal down but the happier of the teams uh, unfortunately they did have to pay for those missed opportunities uh, it was only just into the start of the second half Ryan Curran who is silent but deadly Ryan yeah. Curran uh, ex-Mallard um, long ball um, forward to him and he Snakes past Mark Carson, who's on loan from Carrick. Beats Sava. Goes on the inside of the post. Because you think Sava, or Sava probably thinks, oh, he's going to go 
to my left hand side. Ryan Curran's like, nah, I'm gonna sneak it into the right. Yeah. Um, and he actually weighed it up as if he was gonna curl it into the. the I I think he's know. quite underrated. You read. Um, Ryan Curran. Because you think about other players in that team, you don't really especially think of Ryan Curran anyway. Um, and then five minutes after that, it was Joe Gormley. Um, he didn't actually start the game, but he um came on from a crud and I think got injured. Um, uh, Tom McGuire corner and sixteen yards out. Um. <laughs> Right, all the baby news is coming in, John. Congratulations. Um uh you've I've lost my train of thought, sorry. Uh Joe Gormley scored a lovely goal, took a bit of a rebound, sixteen yards out. Um lovely, lovely finish on the half volley. Um there were another couple of opportunities, I think, for both sides. Um Cliftonville looked pretty comfortable. It's a, that's a good win for them. It, maybe last season it's something we could have maybe seen them not completely put away, but they did look a bit more sort of um yeah. uh, clinical. Um, They've looked a more rounded team already this season, haven't they? Yeah, and I think I, I really like Ryan O'Reilly in defence. He seems to have shored things up. He was playing with, um, blah, 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 what you might call Jimmy Harney. Jimmy Harney at the back, yeah. Um, and yeah, they've only conceded one goal this season, same as Lauren. Um, so yeah, very, very enjoyable. But uh, the home form still, ugh, excuse me, the home form yeah. seems to still be there for the Reds as well. It was just that result against the Crows. Yeah. Um, second game of the season, third game and of the season. And they were just off at that night. Yeah. So, um, looking good. So, yeah, things are looking good for Cliftonville. Um, and, you know, the important point that their day will come, they've got Lauren tomorrow night. Oh, I thought you wouldn't talk about tomorrow night, but they've got Lauren tomorrow night. <laughs> uh, and Glen Torn on Saturday, but that game's been postponed due to international call-ups. Talk to us about whoever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you to the Oval Listen, I've, I, the two further games I'm covering Both nil-nil But Crimey or ever This one, a little bit of action to talk about um, I mean, the scene was set for a massive game In a weird way I think it was a, it was a decent game oh, Just obviously missed a goal um, Marty Donnelly, as ever, looked great um, had a Free kick early on It was just tipped over the bar by Coling, who, by the way, I think had a fantastic game. Um, Lauren seemed to start the brighter team. Um, and Glentorn took them maybe 15, 20 minutes to sort of to start and grow into the game and get into it. Um, I thought Gorman's delivery for Glentorn throughout the night was excellent. Caused a lot of issues for Lauren. Um, they maybe just thought Glentorn maybe just were lacking just somebody in, like a bigger presence maybe in there just to um, sort of wrestle with you know, Watson and, and Robinson. Um but all in all I think Gorman some fantastic deliveries. Um also thought Keenan Marin for the Glens looked really good. Um don't know if you saw some of the highlights but he looked pretty sharp at the back. Mm, so um Mark Randall looking pretty good for Lauren as usual. He nearly squeezed He started this season really, really well. Yeah, nearly squeezed one in for Lauren in the second half but Colling was down to get it. Um Colling actually nearly spelt it but yeah, he got the ball in. Um, and Marty Donnelly, I don't know if you've seen this, superb effort from outside the box um, and calling with probably one of the saves of the season so far. Um, sort of tipping, oh, yeah, that was post, tasty. Um, went out for corner. Um, yeah, I mean, not too much more to talk about than that. Um, I think a better... I I think, actually, Glentorn are going to be happy with the two, given how they've started the season. Um, I think it's a better result for them. Lauren, I don't think Lauren will be happy with that. Um, I think after the game, both managers were saying you know, it was a pretty good game. They were both happy enough. I, I don't know. I feel like Lauren would have been expecting to go there and get all three points, given how Glen Torn had started the season. Um, Tiernan Lynch um, was quoted saying, well, he dismissed the notion of his team being title contenders, 
Um, but he did admit that they fear no one. Definitely title contenders. They're, they're definitely title contenders. Great squad. Um, was it last... When was the countdown receiver? Was that last Tuesday? Yeah. And Linfield fans came away from that saying they were worried about Lauren. Yeah. They're sharp. So much depth in every position. Depth. Deep and wide. And they're all, they're all growing moustaches, which is pretty cool. Yeah. From November, because... Yeah. Next year we'll do that. Yeah. What, are you doing it? No. Do it next year again. We can do it for the year 11. Oh, I blame me. That's what you said. <laughs> no, I said I could. There's nothing, do it. nothing wrong with saying. I it. said I can't do it. When? But sure, I'm involved. Well, <laughs> oh, the minister's here. <laughs> <laughs> We're just over here. Um, but yeah, listen. Not too much more to talk about than that. Um, it's probably a game easy enough to forget. But you know, on another day, a few of those chances had to win in listen it could have been a cracker was it boring you said it was boring I thought it was a wee bit boring but wow harsh how's that harsh Tiernan listens to this I doubt it <laughs> we'd always remember whenever we saw him in Inver a few weeks ago when Lauren were playing Dungammon Dungammon yeah he said hello thanks again that he, he really say hello to anyone <laughs> <laughs> that made my way he seems like a nice man um, but yeah um, one that I yeah one to forget. I mean, I think the pro- I think the reason it was a wee bit boring is because you were expecting a lot more from it and didn't yeah. get it. Um, it did. It did. It could have been something amazing. Yeah. Hey, we. I wasn't there. It could have been good. Like I said, the Glens. I was working. I think the Glens will be happier. Um, after their beating Cliff and Ville during the week, um, and then you know, they were maybe thinking, oh, we've Lauren up next. It's gonna be tough. We've got away with the point. So yeah, listen over to you. Who are you gonna tell me about? Do you want to know about Portadown 1, Linfield 2? No. <laughs> yes. This will be difficult then. She and Todd in commentary? Yeah. Yeah. I heard some great quotes. Funny. Uh, so, yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll be doing more games. Um, 2-1. Linfield. Title defence. Another victory. Portadown. I think by all regards, have you lost all? Have I having like a stroke or something then? <laughs> I'm losing all vocabulary. Um, I think of of the two teams, Portadown. I think the newspaper just distracting me too much. <laughs> I know. There's just so many nice pictures. I like to complain that Sunday life. <laughs> the Sunday life. Um, yeah, uh, of the two teams, I think actually Portadown started the better. Uh, Luke Wilson had a very good chance uh, early on. Came off the post. Yeah. yeah. Captain Luke Wilson. He's only twenty. I think madness. Yeah. Um, I think. But how do you get the captain aside at twenty? What, what Luke Wilson can tell what you. What does it take? What does it take? I'll tell. I'll tell you what it takes. What? It takes hard work. It takes determination. It takes willingness. It takes dependability. It takes honesty. It takes modernity. <laughs> modernity. Modernity. I can't say that. Right. <laughs> I think it's modernity. Why oh, just booted that? I'm sorry. Uh, sorry to your oh, ears. You. Um, but yeah, against the run of play, it's that man, Andy Waterworth, tempted to lob the keeper. He didn't, but I read my, my notes wrong. Um, it was in twenty five minutes. Kirk Miller, uh, shot took a wee bit of a deflection, which is a shame, because uh, it could have been maybe goal of the week. We'll talk about that later on. Uh, oh dear, I'm not even sure if we'll do goal of the week after after oh, after Christmas. Um, yeah. he's Kirk Miller has started the season so so well. Hasn't yeah, he? He has. Uh, Are you surprised? 
don't, well, I don't obviously pre season there were the rumours about Glendon. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's 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 settled. He, he's tried he's put those to bed. Um Linfield know where he stands. So I think he actually got offered a new contract at Linfield. Yeah. To quash the I honestly the think he is Linfield's best player. Yeah. hundred percent. What about Jimmy Callagher? What about Jamie Mulgrew? They're all what about players. Andy Waterworth? I think Kirk offers so much. Um, well, he he had them uh, he had them on the head, but it was eight minutes later. Put it down. Um, Chris Lavery beat Connor Pepper, um, and his cross went over to Lee Bonus. Ah, oh, Lee Bonus, sorry, goal of the week winner, week one. Um, lovely wee header. Um, and beat Chris Johns. Yeah, it was just class. Um, but minutes after that, Niall Quinn. Pouncing into the area, like spring chicken. <laughs> you already talked to me. And too. I, do you know, to me as a as a Niall Quinn owner in every fantasy thing that's going, um, my eyes lit up. <clears throat> but were you watching again? Let me tell you this: <laughs> I wasn't watching it. Um, <laughs> Korean snuck in, boom, sent off. Probably deserved Niall Quinn. He was last man. I don't know the whole last man rule anymore. Oh, some podcast. Uh, anyway, You're he, not a referee, he got no, I'm not. Uh, he, um, <laughs> I, I can't hold any discipline. How, how did I even work in schools? Schools plural. Um, that was his second. That was Korean's second caution of the game. But it wasn't ten minutes, or it wasn't too much longer. Ten v ten. Uh, Bastian Harry. I haven't seen exactly what happened. I would love to see it. Yeah, I think he I, gives a wee clip in the ear to. I've read Stephen Murray, but I actually think it was George Tipton. Okay. Uh, and there was a wee bit of a melee at that stage. Um, but yeah, um, uh, that man, Andy Waterworth, got the winner on the 65th minute. Um, turns the ball home. The guy is, if we're going to talk about Kirk Miller, we've got to talk about Andy Waterworth as well. He's somebody who started this season absolutely flying. Maybe he was a player, like last season, was in and out of that Linfield team. And I don't think, I don't think it's that Healy trusts him. I think he thought, sort of thought he's maybe in the twilight of his career. And he wouldn't be used as much, but now like he's he needs to be the first name in that team sheet for Linfield. Um and a good win for the Blues. Yeah. They don't play for a wee while now because of the international call up, same with the Glens. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Very good response to Tuesday night. It was a different team. Yeah. David Haley's used in this first four league games only thirteen different players in the league. It's a very changed team that went to Larn. Yeah. Um but yeah, you're right. Uh, well, a, a good turnaround. Not an easy place to go and win. Not an easy place to go and win. Right. Listen, we're going to take a wee break. Listen, we're going to take a wee break. And we're going to decide what for goal of the week and tweet it out. Oh, goodness. Can't handle the pressure. <laughs> Why are you so upset about it? Are you afraid that guy's going to reply and say, Nine Quinn? <laughs> that guy, I'm going to go and get a wee drink as well. Enjoy. Speak soon, people. Hello to everyone from Aware NI. We're the Depression Charity for Northern Ireland and the Waffle has kindly asked us to share some information about the services that we offer. Our 25 support groups offer regular support for individuals experiencing mental health issues. We also offer a range of mental health and wellbeing programmes to individuals and organisations throughout the country. And if you'd like to get involved in one of our fundraising events, then there are plenty of those to choose from. So if you need some help and support with your mental health, visit www.aware-ni.org for full details of how we can help. Thank you. And we're back. Listen, we've just tweeted goal of the week. Um, 
took us a wee while there to decide on what it should be, but I'm going to read it out to you again. <sighs> controversial. Um, it is controversial, isn't it? Controversial. We've had 11 votes already. Ryan Curran v. Warren points winning. So Ryan Curran v. Warren points one of them. Declan Cadell v. Balmina. It was your pick. <laughs> it was. That was a good goal. Ben Doherty v. Glenavon. Now, he scored a hat-trick, so... You take your pick. Take your pick. I feel like the first one was probably the coolest. Cool. So, this is this cool goal of the week? It's whatever you want it to be. Okay. This is more, Top scorer this is so, of the week. So laid back. Um, up to that guy, Johnny, will be on with us about Niall Quinn. Why didn't he get it? He got an honourable um, mention. And then we've done Paul McElroy v. Crusaders. I don't know if you've seen that one. Lovely, cheeky we finish. Mm. Very, very good. Um, yeah. So yeah, this. Here, why don't I talk to you about that game? Do it, but that's waffle goal of the week. Take me. What to are we gonna in. do? Sorry, about goal of the week this week. Are we combining Tuesday and Saturday? Or are we just gonna forget about Tuesday? We could just do another. Or we'll, we'll stick we talk another, about it later when we're not in the pod. We'll stick another tweet out. Okay. Maybe. Um. Game of two halves at the Balamina Showgrounds. First half, Balamina, one one nil. Game finished four one to Crusaders. I don't know what Stephen Baxter said at halftime, but it worked. I would love to have heard it because it probably will be put into a Netflix documentary. True North 2.0. All or nothing, Stephen Baxter. Um, yeah, 1-0. Well, uh, Paul McElroy asks aforementioned by yourself. 24th minute, he got the opener. Um, it was great work down right-hand side, June Winchester, who's started the season all right. Um, he put the ball in Shane McCartan took a bit of an effort kind of looked like it was going wide and then this sort of like wee cool scoopy flick from Paul, so very Paul subtle, McElroy uh, and he knocked the, bo- the ball past Sean O'Neill which he enjoyed scoring that one didn't he he did against his former club yeah. I texted you and said Sean, uh, Sean McElroy I texted you and said Paul McElroy will score today and he did I wish I had put some money on it Um. And that's how, that's how it was um, until half-time. And I think Balamina, well, have we been lulled into the, the, the sense that Balamina are starting the season okay? And maybe this is the reality that maybe they're not? At the start of the season, or maybe the past few weeks, I've said I really, really like the look of Balamina. I'm going to stick by that. I still really look, like the look of them. I like the look of that new front three. Um, but they've only got, what, three points on the board? Um, Isn't that right? It was, it was, a, good, it was a good win. Did they get a draw? I can't remember. don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. You run a podcast. Um, <laughs> and it was two very, very quick fire goals um, in, this, in the second half. Ross Clark um, scored from a very tight angle when uh, Ross Glendenning, his namesake, very uncharacteristically, just sort yeah. of maybe it was a bobble or an extra wee bounce. He, he went to catch it, parried it. Um, to be fair to Ross Clark, finishes it from a very acute angle. Yeah. Very um, alert. Very alert. And then... I'm just going to put these together uh, and about the 50-somethingth minute and then again the 70th minute, literally the two goals are exactly the same. Jordan Forsyth puts a ball in from a free kick and Jordan Owens uh, scores a header on both occasions. They're like for like, hey, really crazily similar. Uh, it just goes to show after uh, years and years, uh, yeah. Big Chicken is still is still the guy to watch. I um, think David Jeffrey will be annoyed at that. The fact that it was like a copycat goal. I know. It's like See, it's happened once. Yeah. You got to deal with it, and you haven't dealt with it the second Um, and then Declan Cadell, who has also been mentioned in goal of the week, um, scored a nice 
dare I say, you don't see him you see him pop up in that position quite a wee bit, um running on behind uh the defenders, but I don't know what I'm trying to say. And uh <laughs> was one on one against Glenn Denning and manages just very calmly just to slot it into the far post and you know I don't think many people before the game would have said the, the Crews will win this game by three goals and they did and I think that like the Crews are, have started the season pretty well yeah. um, that defeat to Linfield obviously being the only blot in the jotter um, no good metaphor but um, yeah I think they'll be happy so far Yeah. last but not least John yeah where we're going tomorrow night Carg Rangers the future <laughs> Carrick v Dungannon, um, another nil-nil, and um, Connor stuck me with all the, the nil-nils tonight. No, no, that's not <laughs> how it happened. He's raging at me. He's actually just tore up my contract. Um, but yeah, I would say Carrick uh, with the better chances in the first half. Um, probably the best chance for him, Jordan Gibson. Um, his effort was well saved by Sam Johnson, though. My fantasy team. Doing Two clean sheets. Doing wonders. Um, Reese Campbell also had a sort of decent effort for Dungannon in the second half, but comfortably turned away by Hogg, who looked to have a very good game. <laughs> that was gone. Uh, Carrick. Carrick should have scored, though, whenever a free kick into the box was spilled by Sam Johnson. Um, but it was a, co- a goal-line clearance with Dylan O'Kane that kept Carrick out. Um, so big chance. Just Carrick just couldn't get over the line. Um, but good defending, Dylan O'Kane. Um, Aaron Hogg, then, I don't know if you've seen it, double save to keep uh, Dungannon out, keep him at bay. Um, great double save, so he looked, he looked pretty sharp. He, since he's been back, he's looked pretty sharp. I know Carrick conceded quite a few goals, but um, good looking keeper. Um, nope. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, certainly not a spectacle, but it's the first point of the season for for, on the board for Carrick, and, a, um, and after, after a difficult start, and Dungannon get their second point. What I will say is. Go ahead. It's strange. I feel like Carrick have had a better start to the season than Dungannon, but Dungannon have two points, Carrick have one. I feel like Carrick's had a really difficult start. Mm. Um, Dungannon, obviously, difficult start enough, like away to Lauren. Um, then I think it was they were at Glenavon. Um, or sorry, one point who beat them, and then they got a draw at Glenavon, and then obviously this game with Carrick. So yeah, I feel like Carrick were like what Linfield. Um, who was their second? I can't remember their second game, but their third game was the way to Cliftonville. Um. Fine. So, I learned the second game. So pretty, pretty tough. Um, tough start for Carrick. Um, but I think both managers at the end actually sound pretty happy with the result. Um. Um. A quote from Nakari was that he said he wouldn't lose sleep over it. Um, I like that. Yeah, I think he was. He was happy. Uh, we'll it. see you tomorrow night. Yeah, I think he was happy with the efforts of his team. Um, and just just one of those days, ball didn't go in the back of the net. Um, but I think he was alluding and saying that you know they're going to work on that. Um, Chris Lindsay, much the same. Like just thought. Is an issue for Dungannon that they've played four games and they're yet to score. Uh, yeah, because it's football and they score goals. No, but nah, it is an issue. Absolutely. I think. How are they going to rectify that? In your cheeky words. I just think maybe they're going to change up, change it up a bit, change up how they play a bit. Um. Rotate maybe a little bit. I don't know. They've Cliftonville tomorrow. They've a lot of young players. Um. Yeah, Cliftonville going down to Stangmore. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I can't see them getting anything from that. Maybe if, if they get a. <laughs> I think if Dungannon score tomorrow night. Against one of the best defenses in the league. Then there's progress. Yeah. To- totally. Um. But could be the, another. I can't see them getting any points. So at the end of that weekend, um, that is Linfield two points clear at the top of the table. 
Uh, four four played, four wins, and sadly, as you've alluded to, Carrick at the bottom. Um, at present, all still to play for early days. What I would say is, Glentoran are ten points off the pace. Would you be worried, as if as a Glentoran fan? Absolutely not. Not with what they have. Okay. They will turn around. And win the league. I think. People are like, hanging like on said, your words. Like I said at the start of the season, it, my my viewpoint, my opinion, whoever finishes above them wins the league. So that could be one of eight teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Right. Um, Why eight teams? Because there's like eight teams above them. I don't know. Um, nine. Um, Glen Torn and Linfield don't actually play for a while. So by the time that... They're Glentorn, missing like two game weeks, aren't they? Yeah. By the time Glen Torn playing next, there could be a bit more pressure on them than there already is. Is another thing to think about. Anyway, is it a good way to look at it though, or a bad way? I'm just I don't tell well, people. Have, I don't tell people what to think. Well, two games in hand. I interpret what people think. Two games in hand, yeah. I don't know, mate. Oh, some podcast. I think they'll. Uh, I think so. Anyway, tomorrow night's fixtures: Ballymena v Glenavon, Carrick v Portadown, Crusaders v Corian, Dungannon v Cliftonville, and Bourne Point v Larne. Do we want to give predictions for the weekend instead? Because there's no point in predicting those. Most people will have listened. Why is there no point? Because <laughs> the games will be over. I know, but then it's funny. sounds stupid. Funnier. Well, I mean, we sound stupid anyway. Ballamina v Glenavon. Um, Ballamina. Mm, draw. Two each. Carrick v Portadown. We're going. Uh, Carrick 2-0. Uh, well, <laughs> Cruise Cole Rain. Uh, I'm going to go one each. Dungannon Swifts v Cliftonville. Dungannon 1-0. Um... I think Cliftonville 2 0. Okay. And yourself, one point v Lauren. Um, 4 1 to Lauren. Um, and then on Saturday, we've only four games uh, on Saturday. Cliftonville v Valamina, Corian v Linfield, which I th- think is maybe cancelled or postponed, I don't know. Glenavon v Carrick and Lauren v Crusaders. There's only four games? Only four games okay. on Saturday. Um, so Cliftonville, Valamina. Cliftonville, maybe 2 1. Corian, Linfield. I don't know if it's going ahead, but I think Corian could win. Glenavon <laughs> <laughs> um, v Carrick. You could also see Linfield winning that. Glenavon v Carrick. Um, I think Glenavon maybe 1-0. And last but not least, I'm going to talk to you about Lauren v Crusaders. Saturday, I'd kind of like to be there, but bloody COVID means I'm not getting a ticket, so I can't go. Um, <laughs> wow! <laughs> Um, no, so know. yeah I think that the score in that game will be probably a win to what you want me to stop it <laughs>